Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High. Who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds. To them who by patience. Continuing yep. some well-doing seat. No nope. glory and honor. And immorality. Yep. Eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious. And do not obey the yep. truth. But obey unrighteousness. Indignation and wrath. Oh, Great blue yep. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' expose them. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do we follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin?
you got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I heard Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today <clears throat> all right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom and, and good evening. Usually it would be uh, good morning, but good evening. Um, you've reached another episode of Bible Talk. My name is Rashad, one of the teachers with the uh, uh, <laughs> SOW, SOT, uh, SOK, um, F- <laughs> FOW, SOW. Uh, I'm, I'm a teacher, all right? Shalom. Shalom, everybody, to the 12 tribes worldwide, to our, to our, uh, our schools here in San Antonio, the Sport of Truth, uh, which is located at 4444 Walsham Avenue, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. They have classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., and then on Saturdays, Sunday at 10 a.m., and you can also catch them on YouTube. Uh, uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays uh, and Saturdays as well at their YouTube channel, Sword of Truth San Antonio, for our, our, our school in Houston, SOW Houston, Texas, the Stream of Wisdom, located at 231 FM Road 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477 being the address there. Uh, they have classes every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. On Mondays and Wednesdays, classes from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. On Fridays, it's from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then on Saturdays, starting at 10 a.m., all right? Uh, you can listen to them live, like tonight, as a matter of fact. If you're not checking me out now, hopefully you're checking them out live on their YouTube channel, which is SOW Houston, Texas, the stream of wisdom, uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, and then on Saturdays, also from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. On, the, on their YouTube channel. Please check them out. Uh, for us in Norfolk. SOW Norfolk, Virginia, the Stream of Wisdom, which has, um, they're located at 2610 Granby Street, Norfolk, Virginia, 23517, the address there. They have classes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then on Saturday, starting at 12 noon. All right, you can catch them live on Facebook uh, every Tuesday and Thursday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then on Fridays, their YouTube channel, SOW Stream of Wisdom, Nova Virginia. Uh, Fridays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then Saturdays starting at 12 noon as well. Um, for our school in Rochester, New York, which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, suite number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606, being the address there. They have classes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday as well. And also on Saturdays, and you can catch them on their YouTube channel, SOW Rochester, New York, Stream of Wisdom, um, every uh, uh, Tuesday, th- Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. With the brother um, uh, Zion up there doing a great job. We invite you to check out our YouTube channels, uh, the Hidden Truth Bible Show, the Israelite Media Corps, Five Minutes of Wisdom, and Hidden Books. And for our, our, our school in Albuquerque, we ask you please check out or uh, get in touch with the brother Aisha White is on at area code 505-218-4218 for uh, any class they might have going on or, or when they might gather together for the Sabbath, what have you, get in touch with him. Uh, and then also uh, him and the brother Mike Aller uh, uh, have a Torah reading 
that they do every Saturday. Now they do every Saturday, they do the tour reading. It's outstanding, brother. I've, I've checked it out. Uh, it pretty much starts at 8 a.m., uh, Central Standard Time. They are really doing an excellent job with that. Uh, you catch them at the Fountain of Wisdom, all right, on the YouTube channel. Not YouTube, Facebook channel, Fountain of Wisdom. They really do a great job with that. And then on Friday nights, they also do, um, they're bringing out each one of the Psalms. They're just reading, going through Psalms. Uh, see my chapter Psalms uh, every Friday. Uh, so get in touch with your brother Aisha White Design at Eric Code again, 505-218-4218. Or check out the YouTube channel, Fountain of Wisdom, uh, and then get in touch with them that way as well. Uh, what am I missing? Oh, I know what I'm missing. Blog Talk. All right, Blog Talk. Uh, you can reach us at www.blogtalkradio.com. Once you pull the website out, website up, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, boom. You're right there, and you uh, keep in touch with us that way. Uh, hit the follow button, and then uh, you can also, any class you might have missed from either myself, Manabot, uh, or Tazapah, uh, all the classes are there going all the way back to February, 20, February 24th, 2010, when we first did our first show. All the shows are there. Uh, you can go and catch anyone that you might have missed uh, for information, for education, um, or critique. If you want to critique, it's just all there, okay? Um, usually we do our shows uh, Monday through Thursday. Uh, we try and do it from 10 a.m. in the mornings to about 12 noon, um, and then come back on Friday nights uh, and try and do it from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., um, on Mondays, it's myself. Uh, Tuesdays, it's Tazafah Tuesdays. Wednesdays, I come back with, uh, with me again. Thursdays, is Tazafah with FYI for your information. And then on Fridays, uh, Friday night, Sabbath night, uh, it's Brother Bada Bob with uh, Basic Bible Breakdowns with Bada Five. All right, so that is our YouTube, that is our blog talk schedule. We invite you to check it out. And remember, you can also uh, uh, check out our episodes, not live. If you want to check, check it out live, um, Best way to do that is www.blogtalkradio.com. Uh, again, pull the website up. Uh, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. It'll be into our episode page, and if there's a live show on, just you know, hit, hit the play button, and you'll be, li- be able to listen live for that two hours that we're broadcasting. Another way you uh, contact us whenever, we, whenever there's a live blog talk show um, is area code 646. 668 2568. One way to listen in, Eric code 646 668 2568. Whenever we have a live show, that is one, one way you can definitely keep in touch with us uh, as we're doing the live shows. All right. Um, but today being, today is Wednesday. Uh, I hope y'all caught uh, the brothers from uh, South Park class yesterday. You did a great job with that. And we're going to continue on with our class today. But as, as, if you're new to the show, uh, here's part of the, where the introductions, oh, free introductions. Let's not forget, I'm trying to give everybody plenty of warning, that sundown, December 7th, sundown, December 7th is Hanukkah. All right, sundown, December 7th is Hanukkah. Please get in touch with any one of the schools that you might be uh, closest to, uh, uh, San Antonio, Albuquerque, Houston, Norfolk, or Rochester. Um, just keep seeing how they will be uh, observing and celebrating and congregating for the uh, piece of dedication, which is Hanukkah, which, again, begins uh, sundown, December 7th, lasting through sundown, December 15th. Please get in touch with any one of the schools, any one of the teachers, uh, for further details on how you might be able to participate and help out uh, with Hanukkah, okay? Um, it's part of the show where 
I've been compiling a list of names from families across across the uh, the nation uh, that meet, just need a little bit of extra help. I need a little bit of extra spiritual help. Uh, so if you don't repeat the prayer with me tonight, which is fine, uh, I ask that you might write some of these names down, that when you're sending up your own personal prayers to the Father, that you might add these names to your, to, to your prayer list as well. All right? So I'm going to send this prayer up. But I ask that you please add these names to your own personal prayer list because uh, uh, it says watch watch as well as pray, and we got to pray for each other, all right? We've got to pray for each other. So here we go. Uh, the Most High, in the name of Christ, please listen to us now, right now. Please send your spirit to watch over, to bless, to heal, to strengthen, to help, to protect, to build up. And Father, please continue to give your mercy. And Father, we ask that you might uh, that you might bless and keep, that you might make your face to shine upon, and be gracious unto, and that you might lift up your countenance and give give peace to Bobby Dixon. We ask that, we ask that uh, you might do this for Sierra Leakey, the daughter of our brother uh, David. We ask that you might do this for our sister Abadiah the wife of Brother uh, Lachama there in Houston. We ask you might do this for Priest uh, Shaquat Kabar out there in Nova Virginia. We ask this, Father, for our Brother Thawam and his wife, Waradaya, otherwise known as Abba and Ama here in San Antonio. We ask this for our friend John Spann. We ask this for, for, for Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes, the mother of our beloved Brother uh, Tazafa. We ask for our friends Becky and Daryl and Carmen up there in Albuquerque. We ask for the entire Lovett family, uh, my father-in-law, Melvin, uh, my brother-in-law, Shemaiwan, and my sister-in-law, Andrea, uh, and their, all their kids um, and grandkids and nieces and nephews, Father. We ask for the entire Coates family, the, the, the family of Brother Kabar Kawa. We ask this for Brother Kazakia and his family up there in Virginia, uh, North Virginia. We ask this, Father, for uh, the Brother Sahamama Young, and his family with uh, Shariah and, and uh, Benaya. All right, cool. I got you, uh, Shariah. Throw out a bait. Um, for Thawam Mayam, uh, Shariah and Benaya out there in Houston, and for Thawam's mother, Samakaya, um, out there in Houston as well. We ask for Brother uh, Thawam here in San Antonio, uh, West Beverly. Father, we ask, this, we ask for Sister Ayana the wife of, of our brother, Awana uh, Iyer, here in San Antonio. Father, we ask for the daughter of our, of our, of our beloved, Tazapa and his wife, Arakaya. We ask for their daughter, Cece. We ask for the daughter of our brother, Gabarkawa, and her mother, uh, uh, Anagasha, Aizali. Uh, and Father, we ask for our, our brother and our sister, uh, Bonabad, and his dear wife, Kwadashaya, for their daughter, Aliyah. Father, we ask for the brother Tazapa and his family. We ask for the brother Kodashabar out here in San Antonio. Father, we ask for brother Yanawathan. We ask for uh, our family, for our friends out in, uh, in, in Florida. We ask for the family of Gabar Ya'ala and his wife uh, Aisha and for their nieces and nephews, uh, niece and nephew uh, Keante, Kavante, and Rihanna. Uh, we ask for her mother, Ruthie Mae Johnson. We ask for the brother Sean Kodash and his wife, Mariah, and for their son, Kazakia. We ask for the brother Lavander, brother LV, out there in, in California, 
uh, that you might want to bless and touch and heal his eyes, Father, and for his mother, Pat Washington. Again, Father, we ask for our sister, the beloved uh, Quadashaya out here in San Antonio. We ask for Sean Stark. We ask for Sylvia Khan. We ask for Shapar and for his brother, Rahashwan, and for their sister, uh, Mariah, um, Marari. We ask for our brother, uh, Yama, uh, up in Lubbock right now. We ask for the brother, Yasha Allah, in Gallup. And, Father, I ask uh, that you might even watch over uh, my parents, Eddie and Bobby Lee Morris. Father, and you said that, we, that uh, they should put your name upon the children of Israel and that you would bless them. So, Father, we ask these things in Christ's name, in Yahweh's name, and we thank you always, the water from Yahweh. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, now we got that out the way. Um, let me see here. Let me pull my notes up. All right, what we was going over, and I, I, uh, the water for that, Yasserai, I do appreciate uh, the names. I got to add her name to, the, to our prayer list for sure. I will definitely do that. All right, um, for and continuing where we left off with on Monday. Now, I continue where we left off with on Monday. We have a lot of reading. That's what I'm kind of, kind of jumping into today. I, I hope it doesn't seem too rushed um, as, we, as, as we're continuing this class. Uh, and the title of this class is, uh, let me pull that back up again. The title of the class is Idols of the Gentiles, uh, Spiritual Fornication. Oh, I forgot to put what part this is. Well, I have to fix that. I believe we're at part. Oh, what part is this? I can't believe I forgot that part. Shame on me. Let me let me pull this up, brothers and sisters. Let me pull this up. I definitely got to fix that title. Um, this is part eight. This is part eight of uh, Idols of the Gentiles, uh, Spiritual Fornication, which will be part eight. And I titled this one, Put on That Red Dress. Right, on Monday, brothers and sisters, and even with this, this class that we're going over, um, this is a sub-series that we're doing. And dealing with, uh, the first part of the series is dealing with the true birth of Christ. But in understanding the true birth of Christ, there's a lot of things we have to go through and a lot of understanding. We have to get a lot of scriptures we have to go through. Um, and that a lot of, of, of worship and a lot of beliefs uh, that we've been led to believe uh, are false, all right, uh, that they have nothing to do with, with, with Christ. And as we actually get into the scriptures and we get into the Bible, that a lot of paganism has seeped into modern-day Christianity, uh, modern-day worship of, of, of who people believe to be Christ, and it has nothing to do with Christ at all, but it is, it, is, it is deeply pagan. Going back to the very first kingdom that was established on the earth after the flood, the kingdom of Babel, which was established by uh, first, Nimrod, the conqueror uh, of, of, uh, of the world at the time, who, who, who was a tyrant, um, and then uh, going on to his, his, his wife, Sema uh, Murat, who became known as Ceramicus. And from their legend and from their, their uh, ideology and their religion and the way they was, was really conquering the, the world, that many mythologies, many Religious rituals and practices have, have been in every society on earth from the days of the flood going back to them. Um, and that their mythology has been a part of where Egyptian mythology comes from, 
where obviously the Mesopotamian mythology comes from, where Greek and Roman mythology comes from, where Norse, Norse mythology comes from. Uh, even to when the, the 12 tribes, the 10 tribes came over to the Americas, many of the, the rituals and ceremonies that they were participating in uh, uh, go, can go all the way back to go all the way back to Nimrod. And we've been covering how, uh, again, how the, these, these practices, these rituals, these, these, these customs have, came, have, have been brought forward all the way to today. There's no way I can recap everything. So what I'm going to do is uh, we're going to reread uh, uh, Revelation chapter 2, verse 18 down. On Monday, we was going over the, the church of Thyatira. Right. On Monday, we was going over the church of Thyatira. And I even had the brother uh, Gabar help me read that last uh, Wednesday or last Monday. Uh, he helped me read, but I want to come back and reread this, and then we're going to keep going further into this. Last Monday, we was covering how from the church of Thyatira. Let me just read it real quick. Let me just read it real quick. Revelation chapter 2, verse 18. Revelation chapter 2, verse 18, it says, And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira, write, These things say the Son of God who has his eyes like unto a flame of fire and his feet like fine brass. I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. Verse 20, notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel would call herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and you eat things sacrificed unto idols. So what we covered in the last class, brothers and sisters, uh, part seven, was for Christ to have this mention and talk about this in Revelation chapter two, the seduction of what, of, and the influence of Jezebel leading all the way now to the Christian church, the true Christian church after Christ died resurrected and left and have, after the apostles spread the, the message of Christ to the Israelites of, of repentance and coming back to our nationality and, 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 and forsaking the ways of the world, that here Christ is even addressing now the church of Thyatira that is still being seduced by Jezebel. So the last class we went over, brothers and sisters, we was going over who Jezebel is. Jezebel is the daughter of Ithbaal who happened to be from uh, a Zidonian, all right? And the, there was heavy worship of Baal that was taking place um, in uh, uh, Zidon, and that she brought that influence to uh, uh, Ahab. And that Ahab, uh, not only was he also, did he call it to her worship of the, of the, of the, of the pagan god um, Baal, but he was also bringing a lot of the practices that had been started by Jeroboam, um, who really led Israel completely astray, to where it said that Ahab did more wicked than all the kings that were before him. So we covered that in, in Monday's class, and we got into kind of heavy the relationship between uh, Baal, the relationship between Nimrod, and the relationship between Zeus, uh, that all of them were known as the bull, and all of them were known as fertility gods. And we covered all that on, on Monday, so please go and check that show out. But we're not finished. We also got into what was going on at Thyatira and the influence that, that Jezebel brought 
Because from what she was acting for in Phoenicia, in Zidon, it was, Phoenicia was known for as a very rich and opulent place. And it was about money. It was about how much abundance they could gather, about how much wealth they could acquire. And we read about how it was, it was Jezebel's plot and plan to kill Nabiosh, who had his vineyard next to Ahab's palace. Now, I can't remember if we got into it or not, but in the research, brothers and sisters, it was so much about gaining wealth and having money and having riches in the worship of Baal that Ahab had a palace built of ivory. Yes, that it was all about decadence. It was all about just flossing. It was all about making sure and worshiping Baal that you had more than enough, that you were saving for that rainy day that you had to have, that you had to have just stockpiles. And it got to the point where in the worship of Baal, that it was a lot of drug use that was used in the worship of Baal, the worship of Zeus, the worship of, of Nimrod. Um, there was a lot of drug use. And that the vineyard that Naboth owned happened to be right next to uh, Ahab's ivory palace. And that Ahab wanted that vineyard next to his palace to grow more herbs but that those herbs was actually drugs. Most likely it was uh, opium, the poppy plant, or it might have been uh, uh, from opium, the poppy plant, to uh, cannabis, to uh, um, nutmeg, to uh, I believe it was uh, hawthorn we we got into. But in the worship of Nimrod and Baal, heavy drug use, and that some of the rituals, uh, the, the sexual orgies, the, the bisexual orgies that we're participating in, the, the sacrificing of children, and the eating that, that you get the munchies. So just to eat whatever is in front of you um, and, and just let go of all your inhibitions, having no boundaries, having it just, just throwing it all out the window, and just being sensual. That it, it, it was the, the really pushing, tap into your senses. Tap it to your feelings, and don't let nobody stop you from feeling the way you feel. If it feels good to you, do it. And there were no boundaries, brothers and sisters. When, I was, when the brother Gabar Kawa was reading for me, we went into where from, from some of the sex practices of corporophilia, where people have a sexual relationship with feces or uh, uh, urophilia, where people have a sexual relationship with urine. Like, like R. Kelly, that these are some of the things that people got getting themselves over to with all the drug use, all the drinking, um, the, the Dionysus, the Bacchus, the, the Zeus, the Apollo, the, uh, uh, the Sybil, the uh, uh, Athena, the uh, uh, Diana in, 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 that was going on in Ephesus, that these were the type of things that people get themselves over to, all right? But we want to touch a little bit more on what the influence that Jezebel had back in during the time of Ahab over the Israelites that she brought from Phoenicia that now even Christ is addressing it here in Revelation chapter 2. All right? So I'm going to read Revelation chapter 2 verse 20 one more time. Now it says, notwithstanding, I mean Revelation chapter 2 verse 20, notwithstanding, and let me slow, I know I'm talking fast, so let me slow down. Notwithstanding. I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman, Jezebel, was called to suffer prophetess, 
to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, <coughs> and she repented not. Verse 22, Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. Now, remember, brothers and sisters, this was to the church that was at Thyatira. These were Israelites that had been that had been converted and was coming back now to, to being Israelites and worshiping the most high the right way, but they still held on to a lot of these other principles. They still held on to a lot of these other principles. All right. Um, I'm being joined by my brother. Goodbye, Shalom. Are you there, sir? Shalom, sir. Yeah, how about Shalom? Yeah, how about Shalom, my brother? What's going on with you, man? What's happening? Well, trying to get it in, um, you know, fresh off the plantation. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I believe, uh, are you are you still in Revelation uh, chapter 2 and verse 20? Uh, uh, actually, we're, we're in verse 22 right now. Revelation chapter 2, verse 22 right now. Come Okay. Uh, okay, so we're in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 22. Uh, yes, which, reads, which reads, Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And remember, I was just saying, this was the church that was at Thyatira, and this was after uh, Christ's crucifixion. This is after he, um, uh, he resurrected. He went back up to the Father. This is after the day of Pentecost, uh, and this is after this is after Paul and the apostles had to start to spread this, the knowledge of the truth and set up churches throughout Europe, Asia, and the world. That this is one of the seven seven churches that was one of the major centers of actual Christian Israelites that were Jews that were now following Christ, not Christianity, but actually following Christ. But now. Even as they're coming back now and they're trying to and they're repenting and they're coming back and following Christ the right way, there was still an influence that was still around. There was still a heavy influence that was still around, and this influence that we're dealing with now is talking about the influence of how, what Jezebel had brought to the Israelites. All right, so we can read Numbers twenty-three. Come, Revelation chapter two and verse twenty-three reads, "And I will kill her children with death." And all the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts or minds, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. So th this is now Christ has addressed all seven churches, and this was Thyatira was one of the last ones. He was like, cause we, we cover how Christ addressed Pergamos, and 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 how what what Pergamos was known for the type of fornications they was going getting into. That was that was uh, 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 similar or reminiscent to what the Israelites had got into with Balaam and Balak back in Numbers chapter 25. That Christ was touching each church like you're still letting these other influences come in. Yes, okay, now you call yourself Israelites. Now you're respecting the laws of the Most High. Yes, now you're doing it this way. But you're still letting these other forms of fornication come in. So 
uh, even even to last week, no, Monday, going over the influence of Zeus with Nimrod and Baal. That Zeus, Zeus's worship involved, there was prayers, there was hymns, there was music, and that they stood on their feet and their, with their hands raised in praying to Zeus with the music. Now, if we look at, again, the, the Baptist church, how many people, the, the music gets to going, and people get to stomping and running around and got their hands raised in a condition fit? Where did we see Christ or any of the disciples or apostles when the Holy Spirit came down upon them that that is what they did? That when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they started stomping their feet with their hands raised as the music was glam- was blaring, and and people are just 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 acting like lunatics. We don't read about that with the apostles or with Christ that happening, but that was something that was very prevalent with pagan worship, especially when it came to Zeus worship, which goes back to Baal worship, which goes back to Apollo. Goes back. It covers it all, going all the way back to Nimrod. So the influences that have penetrated to this very day, Christ said, you worship, you know not what. That we give ourselves over to these things and we have no idea, but, and then we're ready to fight and dispute that this, this has got to be God. But you come back and read the scriptures, that's not, what, that's not how God said do things. That's not how the God of the Bible said do things. Now, that might be how Zeus did it, how Baal did it, how Athena did it, how Diana did it, how Aphrodite did it. How, how Osiris did it, how Isis did it, how, how uh, Odin did it, how Thor did it, how, who am I missing? Whoever, uh, yeah. but, but that's the God of the Bible. Come. Verse 24, sir. Come. Revelation chapter 2. And I'm verse sorry, verse 23. Verse 23 again. Come. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 23 reads, And I will kill her children with death, and... All the churches shall know that I am he which searches the reins and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your work. All right, so we have the scriptures now. And Christ has said, he's given this warning again to the seven churches of Israelites that were, starting, that were coming back, that were coming back to doing things the right way, but still hold on to a lot of the pagan rituals and a lot of the pagan worship that was still prevalent. And he says, look, I'm, I'm coming to test you. I want to really see where your heart is at. I want to see where your heart is at. And in Revelation chapter 2, with each church, Christ says he names something good that each church is doing, but how he's got something against each church. Uh, some type of fornication, they're still allowing. And now are we going to repent from these things? We're already starting to repent, which is a good thing. But what about some of these other fornications that we're still participating in? Verse 24. Um, but unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, or, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. Did y'all hear this? He's again addressing specifically Thyatira. And cause that tree of what? 
the depth, this is where Satan's seat is, and the depths of Satan at this church of Israelites that were now, knowing they were Israelites, keeping the Sabbath, keeping the laws, speaking Hebrew, but there was still this type of fornication. Some of the fornication we read about with the Baal worship, all about gaining riches, all about the love of money, all about making sure you have enough, that, that you have to have more and more and more and more. And he's Israelites. Forget the 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 uh, the Lord's prayer, our daily bread. No, part of the influence of Jezebel was you have to have more. That the the that gain is godliness. He said, and that's where Satan's. He says the depths of Satan is at. And remember, we went over this on Monday. We read it, First Timothy six and nine. The love of money is the root of what? All evil. Have, that, 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 that so-called worldly wisdom of saving for a rainy day? Why, why would people say save for a rainy day when God said that he was never going to flood the earth again with, with a flood? But what was the mentality that, that Nimrod had given to everybody? We got to build this tower in case the, it rains or floods again. We won't be, be lost. We have to build up ourselves so that in case God does this again, we're going to be straight. We're going to be good. That whole mentality goes back to Nimrod. That whole wisdom goes back to Nimrod and his pagan. But we've been taught to believe and it's been seeped into our minds. No, that's wisdom. That's wisdom. Come on, brothers and sisters. We have to, at one point or another, we got to wake up. Uh, and verse 25. Come, Revelation chapter 2 and verse 25 reads, But that which ye have already heard, fast till I come. That what you, the good works you're doing, hold fast to the good works, but it's time to not go after these other fornications, these other influences that are deeply rooted in paganism. That the churches, even in Revelations, Israelites, knowing the Bible, knowing the truth, coming back to the Most High, they were still caught up with these influences, with these fornications. With that, let's go to First Kings. We're going to do a lot of reading today, bro. It's going to be a lot of reading. First uh, Kings chapter 16, verse 31. First Kings chapter 16, verse 31. First Kings chapter 16 and verse 31 reads, And it came to pass as if it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, that he took to wife Jezebel, the daughter of Esbal, king of the Zidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. So we've covered this. From the last time Brother uh, Gabar Kawab was able to get on the plantation, we've, we've been covered that. We've gone over that kind of extensively about uh, the, the Baal worship. But I just want to bring back to our, our, our a reminder about Jezebel and that Jezebel was the daughter of King Esbaal, king of the Zidonians. Why is this in the scriptures? We know things written four times was written for our learning. Why did the writers have to make sure it's known that Jezebel was the daughter of the king of the Zidonians? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. From there, let's go to 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 5. 
Let's go to First Kings chapter eleven and verse five. First Kings chapter eleven and verse five reads For Solomon went after Asterisk, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. All right, so we've covered how Jezebel brought in the worship of Baal, but but Jezebel being from Zidon, not Zion, but Zidon, that's there in the Gaza Strip, that even Solomon went after who? Solomon was um, went after Asherah, the goddess of the Zidonians. So we have the god Baal that was heavily worshipping in Zidon, and now we also have the goddess Ashtoreth that was also heavily worshipped in Zidon, where Jezebel was from, that Ahab ran after greedily, that even Solomon. Yeah, remember, this is part of the reason why Solomon had the kingdom split, for following after this madness. Let's jump down to verse 33. First Kings chapter 11 and verse 33 now. Come. First Kings chapter 11 and verse 33 reads, Because that they have forsaken you and have worshipped after it, the goddess of the Zidonians, Shamash, the god of the Moabites, and Milcom, the god of the children of Ammon, and have not walked in my ways, to do that which is right in mine eyes and to keep my statutes and my judgment as did David his father. So obviously this ain't a good thing going on. But because they have forsaken me, the Israelites, we forsook God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We forsook the right way and have worshipped who? Asterisk. The goddess of Zidonians. The goddess of the Zidonians. There's a lot more there, but I just want to get this point out right here. That it was noted that Jezebel was from Zidon. She was the princess of the Zidonians. She brought in the worship of Baal to where even now, what else is Zidon known for? Ashtoreth worship. And we're seeing this now. So now, I'm about to read this, bro, because I got it pulled up already. Um, everybody, y'all can do a, everybody else can do a, a, a Google search, but I already had this up right here, and I'm going to go through this kind of quick and not, not look for it. But you can go look for it yourselves. And just type in, Astarte is also known as Asterisk. And you'll be able to find what simply I'm looking at. But I'm going to read this now. But... It's Astarte, A-S-T-A-R-T-E. Astarte is also known as Asterisk. I'm going to read this now. Uh, from Google, right? from, from Google, it says, in the King James Version of the Bible, Astarte is also known as Asterisk. She is c- condemned as a false god, along with Baal, by the prophet Elijah and others, including Jeremiah, for drawing people away from the worship of Yahweh. So I hope we're catching this. Ashtoreth is also a star day who is known for drawing people away from the worship of the Most High. So what did Jezebel do? 
and bringing in Baal and 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 uh, the goddess Ashtoreth, drew people away from the Most High. What did Solomon do by worshiping Baal and Ashtoreth specifically, the goddesses of the Zidonians, leading people away from the Most High? Astarte is a Middle Eastern goddess of fertility and sexual love. I hope we're all catching this. Astarte, or Ashtoreth, is a Middle Eastern goddess of fertility and sexual love. She was worshipped as the goddess of a wide variety of things, including the moon and the planet Venus. Her symbol was the lion, and she was also often associated with the horse and, by extension, chariots, including moon worship. We've been over this in covering Diana, in covering Hera, in covering uh, Athena. We've covered this, that the moon worship, part of moon worship was making cakes to the queen of heaven. This is where you get birthday cakes from. This is where you get lighting candles and putting them on a cake, whether it's a birthday cake, an anniversary, uh, a, a wedding. Putting, cakes on, putting candles on a cake and blowing them out is directly connected to Ostereth worship, Astarte worship, pagan worship. And remember, these are some of the things that Christ addressed directly to the church that was, was at Thyatira. For then in the prophet test, Jezebel seduced Israelites that were trying to do right by the Most High, but to doing these things that Jezebel brought in. Astarte, Ashtoreth, the goddess of fertility and sexual love. All right? Including the, the moon and the planet Venus. You know, like Valentine's Day? Reading on. In the Hebrew Bible, the worship of Astarte is repeatedly condemned. Twice in Judges, the Israelites are punished for straying after the god Baal and the Astartes. And that's Judges chapter 2, verse 13 and 14, and Judges chapter 10, verse 6 through 7. We're not going to read that. The people are similarly castigated for Astarte worship twice in 1 Samuel. In 1 Samuel chapter 7, verses 3 through 4, at 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 10. In 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 5, which we just read, Solomon worshiped Astarte, the goddess of the Sidonians. Reading on. Astarte was a uh, Canaanite Phoenician goddess of love, sex, war, and hunting. Listen very carefully, brothers and sisters. Astarte was a Canaanite Phoenician goddess of love, sex, war, and hunting. She was often depicted as a naked goddess because of her role as a fertility and sexuality goddess. And, and y'all, can, y'all can go look. There's pictures that came up when I did this search. Um, and y'all can go look at the pictures. And it's, it's an idol, and, and it's a woman. She got, she got kind of long hair, uh, but she's naked, breasts are out and everything. And she's sitting on, on, on a, uh, a throne. Now, from Wikipedia, Astarte, from Wikipedia, Astarte, or Ashtar, was often depicted as a naked goddess because of her role as fertility and sexuality goddess. And many terracotta figures of naked women found in Israel and in Judea 
were depictions of Astarte, although not every image of naked women from this location was a representation of her. And again, they got a picture of, there's a picture on Wikipedia, and it's a woman. She got long hair. She, she's topless, and she's grabbing her own breasts. Now, Astarte from the World History Encyclopedia. Astarte from the World History Encyclopedia. Uh, good morning. You might be able to find this here. Okay. I'm uh, where's where am I at? Um, are we are we still looking at the uh, the Astarte? Yes. Okay. Um, I got uh, Astarte or Astos is the queen of heaven to whom we came from. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what? I'm just, I'm just going to send this in a text. I sent three texts to you. Uh, tell me if you got them. Okay, give me a. Okay. Um, I start the World History Encyclopedia. Okay. Okay. Um, what, I, what, what you sent me was. Uh, Astarte um, World History Encyclopedia, November 9, 2021. Yes, I'm right there, yes. Okay. Astarte is the Canaanite or Phoenician goddess of love, sex, war, and hunting, who developed from the Mesopotamian deity Ayana slash Ishtar. Um, she is usually associated with the storm god Baal, but seems to have been much more popular. She traveled to Egypt through trade, where she was adopted as a war deity and consort of Set. What I'm trying to give, brothers and sisters, is these different sources about Astarte, about Astoreth. And what her worship and what she and what she represented, and that this is what Jezebel had brought to the Israelites. This is what Jezebel was one of the things she was known for, and that she was from Zidon or Sidon. That she brought the worship of Baal, which included Baal worship, including the drugs and everything, and she also brought the worship of Ashtoreth, which Solomon already brought in, but she only came back and multiplied even that much more. And that in dealing with Astarte or Astoreth, that being the goddess of love and of sex, all right, and that she was also known as 
the Mesopotamian deity, Ainana, like, ooh, na, na, what's my name? Ooh, na, na, what's my name? Yeah, the, the Rihanna song? Yeah. Right. She's talking about this. She's referring to this goddess. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, please go ahead. No, 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 I'm, I'm, it's, it's, you're, you're right on point with, I was just uh, in, in agreement with you. Um, I, I think I found where you wanted me to, where, where you also wanted me to go as far as um, her, um, after the, she traveled from Phoenicia and then Egypt and throughout the Mediterranean, um, she was, she is thought to have informed the development of the Greek goddess Artemis and Aphrodite. Okay, cool. So Astarte, Astoreth, um, Inanna, Ishtar, which also goes back to Easter. And who you just said? You said Artemis and Aphrodite? Khan and the Roman Venus, as well as the Kyrian goddess, Sauska, among others. Our, our, our Astarte or Astarte, is also known as Astart, Astart, and in the Bible as Astaret, consort of Baal, and is condemned along with him as a false power or god by the prophet Elijah as well as others, including Jeremiah, for drawing the people away from the worship of Yahweh. Although it says Yahweh, but, you know, from the worship of Yahweh. Her name has been connected to the holiday of Easter. Say it one more time. Her name has been connected to the Christian holiday of Easter. Her name is connected to the what? Connected to the Christian holiday of Easter. Cool. Let me read this here. And this also from the World History Encyclopedia about the worship of Astarte. Worship of Astarte is often, often include offerings of food and drink, particularly honey, bread, and meat. Many port cities along the Mediterranean coast built large obelisks in her honor. Now remember, an obelisk is what? It's a phallic symbol. It's a phallic symbol. It's a phallus. It's a, it kind of rhymes with rainbow. This is what obelisk is. And remember, she's the goddess of what? Sexuality. The goddess of love. I, I hope you catch what we're putting down. <laughs> Um, from, let me let me send this to you. And you you can pull this up. You should be able to pull this up. Let, let me let me just do the whole thing. I just sent you something else, bro. Tom, Tom. 
I got it. Con, that's that's where I'm con. The Roman Venus as well as the uh Hyrian goddess Fausta, among others. Um Astarte. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but where, where, where are you reading from? I'm reading from um, uh, the World History uh, Wikipedia about. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I sent you something else. I said I just texted to you. Okay. The Sydney Morning Herald. Yes. Time, which. Um, it, it says Astarte was also known as a Syrian Aphrodite. To Sicily Greeks, she was Aphrodite, and she came to be identified strongly with the Phoenician Astarte. To the Romans, she was Venus. Now. <laughs> I'm 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 I, I'm 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 trying, and I'm hoping a connection is being made to just what if we understand some of the the influence that the goddess Ashtoreth Ashtoreth going all the way back to to actually Semiramis, what kind of influence they've had on societies throughout time that this worship of this sexual goddess, sexuality, this love goddess, uh, has spread throughout history and was known by different names with different cultures. I hope that, that I'm, I'm able to kind of, we're kind of able to get this, that we might be able to still put the connection together that this influence that Jezebel brought in, that Christ had to mention it, in Revelation chapter 2, verse, verse uh, about the church that was at Thyatira, that you still had a lot of Israelites that did believe in Christ. They believed in Shai. They was coming back and they were starting to do things the right way, but they still carried a lot of this fornication and a lot of these practices and a lot of these beliefs. They still carried these things in their church. They still carried these things with them, including getting wealth, including trying to amass more and more wealth, the love of money, on top of these practices, dealing with Astarte, dealing with Astoreth, dealing with Venus, dealing with Aphrodite, dealing with Artemis, dealing with, uh, I forget what they say her name was, uh, in Egypt. But now that all these things, these practices and these influences, they were still prevalent at the church that was at Thyatira. And that Christ said that when he's coming back, he's hoping that, that the churches will repent from these fornications that he brought to their attention. Now, we're still dealing with the church that, that was at Thyatira and the influence that Jezebel, who brought the influence of Baal, who brought the influence of Ashtoreth to Israel. We're still dealing with that, brothers and sisters. We're still dealing with that. And the sexuality 
the love that Astarte and Asteres, the nudity that they brought. And remember, I'm forgetting, and it just coming back to me. Remember, dealing with, with Baal and Asteres, we're dealing with temple prostitution of men and women. Remember, when we, when we connected Baal worship with Zeus, remember that the bisexual orgies that were common among Zeus worship, Apollo worship, going all the way back to Nimrod and all the different societies, that the use of makeup, the reason makeup was used so heavily was so that a man could put on enough makeup to look like a woman to participate in these bisexual orgies. Women were put on the, the makeup to let it be known they were prostitutes. They would wear the long hair, if it, it was, even if it was wigs. Men would wear long hair, wigs, particularly blonde wigs, to let it be known they're prostitutes. Let it be known they're swingers. Let it be known they're promiscuous. And this is what Jezebel, Solomon, but particularly Jezebel, this is part of the influence that she had brought to the Israelites that was still being practiced even after Christ came, departed back to the Father, and the apostles now raised up churches across Europe and across Asia, this influence was still heavy. From there, I'm going to ask Brother Gabarkawa uh, uh, if we can read Second Kings chapter 9, verse 30. Second Kings chapter 9, verse 30. Second Kings, Second Kings, chapter nine and verse thirty. Second Kings, chapter nine and verse thirty, reads, "And when Jehu was come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, and she painted her face and tired." her head and look out at a window. Okay. <laughs> and as Jehu Goodbye, 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 goodbye. I'm curious, why are you laughing? I'm curious, why are you laughing? I... Because that's, that's exactly, that's, it's exactly what you just got done given a description and of, of the, 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 the actual influence, the painted face, the makeup, that whole, you know, and we just, we just went right to it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's astonishing, but, you know, we find, we find that all of this stuff, all of it, all the influences, all the information is actually um, in the Bible. You know, it's actually, it's, and it's been there. It's been there. And it's just, it's just good to bring it out and to be a part of, uh, you know, showing where it's at. You know, that we're not just blowing smoke. This is fact. It's all biblical. Con. Con. Now, I just sent you a, 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 a I just sent you your text again. John John Gill. 
Yeah, you actually, if you can copy paste that into your uh, your your, your uh, search engine, you should be able to pull this up. Okay. What I'm asking, uh, brothers and sisters, what I'm asking the brother uh, Gabar to, to to pull it right now, and y'all can do it as well, is the John Gill exposition of the Bible, right? The John Gill exposition of the Bible on Second Kings chapter nine verse thirty, right? On Second Kings chapter nine and verse thirty. We just read it. We just read 2 Kings chapter 9, verse 30. And it says, And when Jehu was, was come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, and she painted her face and tired her head and looked out at a window. All right? Now, remember, Jezebel, who was a Hamite, Jezebel, who was the, the, the daughter of King Ethbaal of the Zidonians, had brought more of the worship of Baal to her husband. She conspired and had Naboth killed so that the vineyard next to his ivory palace, which of her influence, got to live rich. I, look, from how my dad lived, I have a certain standard you got to be able to keep up. You had to get an ivory palace. Now, you want this field, and this field, the vineyard that was next to the ivory palace, was for herbs. But again, this ain't talking about no rosemary. They ain't talking about no, no, no oregano. They ain't talking about no dill. They ain't talking about no thyme. They ain't talking about no, no uh, uh, lemon pepper. These herbs were drugs and dealing with the worship of Baal that they had Nabaoth killed. That even Ahab offered Nabaoth a field that was better. But because it wasn't next to Ahab's ivory palace, where he can show that he's got more abundance and that he's got more from Jezebel's influence. They had this man killed and took his field just to collect more, just to have more. And now she also brought in the worship of the goddess Ashtoreth, who is Astarte, who is Venus, who is Isis, who is uh, Artemis, who is uh, Aphrodite, the goddess of love, of sex, of fertility. Now, why would it mention that here, Jezebel painted her damn face? It obviously wasn't the righteous thing. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> was she painting her face because she was following the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? <laughs> no. Were you able to pull up the, uh, John Gill's exposition of the Bible on St. Kings 9, chapter 9, verse 30? Um, yeah, um, I'm showing. Um, and she painted her face or put stibium on her eyes. Well, well no, 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 no. We're going to read the whole thing. <laughs> We're going to read the whole thing. Okay. Um, let's see. You should have, but it says, and when, and when Jehu was come to, to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, dot, 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 dot. Con. I, I, I have that there. Okay. You're going to read that. You're going to read that part, because that's the scripture, but I'm going to read the commentary. Con. Con. So, Second Kings um, 9 and 30, it says, and when Jehu was come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it. And, right. uh, now, uh, now, now, 
you, you can read the scripture. I'm gonna read the commentary so we can we can uh, we can help listeners know there's a separation. Come Then now Come now when 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 I read when I read the commentary, this is what this researcher, this is what this historian is giving the commentary about. So read that first part again, please, sir. Time. And when Jehu would come to Jezebel, Jezebel heard of it. So now here's the commentary. So here's the commentary. The commentary says, and of what he had done to Jerome. Now, but I'm not going to go into all this history. Y'all can free to go into that. I want to get about this trick, Jezebel. I want to get about this female who brought this pagan worship and influence into Israel. That Christ was pissed at it still in Revelation chapter 2, verse 20. Reading on. And she painted her face. Cool. Um, now let me read the commentary. Or put uh, stillbum on her eyes. A sort of paint to make them look beautiful. Perhaps the same with powder of lead ore. The Moors now use to tinge their eyebrows with and make them look black, which they reckon graceful. Did y'all hear this? It was all about her eyelashes, the eyelids, the eye makeup. To do what? Make her look beautiful. Let the Moors do the same thing to try and make the woman look more graceful. If Knowing that Jezebel bought the worship of the goddess Ashtoreth, the goddess Astarte, who became Artemis, who became Aphrodite, who became Venus, who, the goddess of sexuality, the goddess of love, the goddess of, of, of uh, freakism, shit. She painted her face. It was about the eyes and her damn eyebrows. And what do you see women doing today? Making their faces up to look what? More beautiful. Making the faces up to do what? Look more graceful. Now it says, see Gil, see Gil on Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 40. Uh, can you get that for me? Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 40. Ezekiel chapter 23 and verse 40 reads, and furthermore, that ye have sent for men to come from far and unto whom. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Please read it again. Please, 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 please. I, I'm, 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 uh, go ahead. So, Ezekiel chapter 23 and verse 40 reads, And furthermore, that ye have sent for men to come from, from far unto whom a messenger was sent. And lo, they came, for whom thou didst watch thyself, paintest thine eyes and deckest thyself with ornaments. And Do you understand? I, 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 just verse 40, because I'm not reading it with you. That, that's all, is that all of 40? That's all of 40. Y'all understand that this is the most I talking about how 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 adulterous and whorish Israel got, and it's talking about how Israel, at, t- supposed to be his wife, called men from afar 
<laughs> to do what? Uh, to whom a messenger was sent, and lo, they came, for whom thou didst wash thyself. You washed yourself. Go ahead. Painted thy eyes. And you painted your eyes. Go ahead. And decked thyself with ornaments. And then you put on a lot of jewelry. Because you're a hoe. <laughs> I'm going back to the commentary. Going back to the commentary. So this custom now obtains uh, obtains among the white Indians who uh, to heighten the luster of their complexion and render their eyes more languishing, put a little black about them. What y- y'all really think eyeshadow is, is, is just something brand new? Mascara. You really think this is something brand new? This was the attire of a harlot. This was the attire of let somebody know you were a hoe. You were promiscuous. And then the crazy thing about it is, not only did women do this, remember, male prostitutes did this for their bisexual orgies to look like a woman. Can we come back to the commentary and read the next part of the scripture? Time. So um, we're in uh, Ezekiel chapter. No, no, no. No, 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 no I'm, not I'm, Ezekiel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, let me get back. Uh, so we're, we're uh, in the John Gill exposition of the Bible. Right. And we're reading the commentary on Second Kings chapter nine, verse thirty. And so far, um, we've we've we, we've covered. And when Jehu was come to Jezebel, Jezreel. Jezebel heard of it. We covered that part. We've covered as she painted yeah. her face. We've covered that right. part. Now we're going to the next part. Second yeah. uh, Kings chapter 9 and verse 30, um, towards the end, it says, and tired her head. Okay. Now here's the commentary part. Dressed her head in the most elegant manner. Yeah. Are y'all hearing this? Can y'all get a, a mental picture of what's going on here? Painting the face, putting on the ornaments, and dressing her head in the most elegant manner. Not with a view to tempt Jehu, which she could not could not expect, being an aged woman, but for grandeur and majesty, and in the pride and haughtiness of her spirit, which she retained to the to the last, and resolved to keep up and show in her extremity and calamity. Gabar, I'm going to ask you this. How many women got to make sure when they go to church, they got them big-ass hats on? <laughs> um, it's, it, that's, that's, a, that's a thing. That's, that's, that's what women do um, in these churches. Is, you know, it, it's, it's almost like a hat show. Um, who's got the, the most elegant hat? Who's got the you know, um, the best, the best wrap of the hair. It's 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 you know the the best cover. That's that's what it's about. I, I remember you know back even back in the nineties where 
we would be breaking down about the certain things that went on in these places, and it was a fashion show. It was it was it was about who was what what woman was looking the best and whose hat and the whole attire was about how how dressed up and nice um, women could get in the church. For grand, for it, it could it be like for grandeur and majesty. Wow. Could it be for the most elegant manner? Yes. To to, to 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 get that to get that attention from you know the pulpit <laughs> for 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 pride and haughtiness of her spirit, like we read about this commentary of what Jezebel was doing. Yes, sir. Who who brought in the worship of Baal and Ashtoreth? That uh. in churches, women dressing this way, but nobody wants to get like like everybody wants to say, no. But this I just want to feel beautiful. I just want to feel like somebody. I just want to put on my Sunday best. Come on, y'all. That's that elegant manner. That, that's where that elegant manner is coming in. For pride and haughtiness, the makeup, the eyelashes, the painted face. This is what this Hamite, not an Israelite woman, this Hamite, who brought in and had Ahab be almost to be noted as one of the most wicked kings in Israel for following her. If we can get back to the uh, to the commentary, Tom. and oh, well, well, actually, um, we're at the uh, the end of thirty, where it says, "and looked out at a window." It says, "in a bravado." As fearless of Jehu, and to dash him out of continence uh, if she could. She got dressed up so she could try to show Jehu, I ain't afraid of you. You can't touch me. Painting her face, tying her hair in the most elegant manner, putting on her ornaments of grandeur and majesty to exhibit her pride and haughtiness. And now she's looking out the window, again, in a, in, a, in a bravado, as fearless of Jehu, and to dash him out of, of countenance if she could, or she might hope by such a graceful and majestic appearance she made that she would be moved to spare her life. Did y'all catch that part? I, I, did, let me know if I'm reading this too fast. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it sounds a little connected. I don't know how much of of, of it is connected, but you know, we are talking about the influences that Israel is going through now, even through um, the, the the forces of the air, or the radio, or the media, or the television. And um, you know, just recently, a couple of years ago, we can go a couple of years ago back. There was a song by this group which had Bruno Mars and Anson Pat called Smoking <laughs> Smoking Out the Window. Um <laughs> and where this man is is, you know, you got me smoking out the window, um, wishing bad things on you, you know, because of the things that I see you doing out this window. You know, I'm I'm looking at you. 
you know, I'm, I'm looking at you doing this. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I can't say for sure that this would be connected to that, but as far as the influence goes, maybe, maybe, you know, it just, it just kind of, nothing is a coincidence. It, just, it, it kind of seems, you know, related <laughs> to an extent. So this witch, Jezebel, <laughs> who, 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 who was dealing with drugs and the worship of Baal, who was dealing with having to have live the way my dad, the king, the king of, of Zidon, how they were living. Because Zidon was a very rich place. It was, it, was, it was known for its opulence and for its wealth. And for her to be the daughter, the princess of a king, bringing that to Ahab, you, don't, you ain't living good enough. You need to get this ivory palace. You need to get this vineyard. You need to plant these drugs. You need to be doing all this type of stuff. And I'm bringing in also the worship of Ashtoreth. I'm bringing in these things, and you better partake in it. And I'm going to spread this throughout all Israel to where they were trying to kill Elijah. And, and she, remember, Jezebel had many prophets of God put to death. I forgot that part. She had to, to teach the real teachers of the, of the truth put to death. So she could bring in all this other madness. So now she's looking out the window in a bravado as fearless of Jehu and to dash him out of continents if she could. Or she might hope by such a graceful and majestic appearance she made that he would be moved to spare her life. Though this does not, this does not so well agree with what follows as the former. <laughs> let's go and read. Let's see if this, if this works. Let's see if her getting the painted face, getting dressed up, uh, hoping that now because she got all dressed up and majestic looking and her grandeur and all her pride and all her ornaments. Let's see if it works. Can we go back to the scripture and read now 2 Kings chapter 9? <laughs> Brother, can you read 2 Kings chapter 9 verse 30 and 31? Come. Come. 2 Kings chapter 9 and verse 30 reads, And when Jehu was come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, and she painted her face and tired her head and looked out at a window. And Jehu entered in, a, in at the gate. She said, Had Zimri peace who slew his master? And he, looked, and he lifted up his face to the window and said, who is on my side? Who? And there looked out to him two or three eunuchs. And he said, throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses, and he trod her underfoot. And when he was come in, he did eat and drink and said, Go, see now this cursed woman and bury her, for she is a king's daughter. So did her, her, so did her painting her face, did her try to get all beautiful, her uh, putting on her ornaments, was it like, I'm a lady, you can't touch me? <laughs> 
No. He he said, throw her down. <laughs> there's there's no 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 doubt about it. No if ands or buts. It was and he said, throw her down. And so they threw her down. <laughs> it didn't matter. She was looking out the window. Smoking out the window. Well, I'm gonna leave the door open. Um, <laughs> what, what, whatever. Um, paint your face. Tie your head. Tie your, you know your you, you know your head in that that bun. Um, and 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 look as the. You know how they how they how they take pictures. <laughs> you looking you know looking in a different direction. That's supposed to be some sort of. Uh, I don't know some sort of spirit on that on that pose when you're looking up and out, you know, out the window or you know, <laughs> trying, 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 to look, trying to look majestic and full of grandeur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like 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 and and and, and beautiful. Yeah. And, and and then you're kind of looking over your right shoulder as you kind of look at <laughs> into the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Full, full of haughtiness and pride. Right. Yeah. With your big hat on. Let's not forget that. The flowing hat. Right. Or, or the headdress or the headpiece or whatever. That that's supposed to be this, the, the picture of beauty, of innocence, of, 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 of love. Come on, y'all. She tried to do the same thing with Jehu, and he said, throw her ass out the window. <laughs> And this, and, and this princess, her ass was thrown out the window to where her blood got on the wall, on the horse, on him. And he walked over her with the horse to the dining hall, got something to eat, and said, y'all go pick her up. She is a, she, she is a princess. And have her buried. Now, mind you, Christ referenced this same thing in Revelations chapter 2 about the church that was at Thyatira and the influence that Jezebel, that somebody was still allowing this type of influence to still be in the church. From there, uh, let's go to uh, Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 30. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 30. And then we're also going to get Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 30 in the John Gill Exposition of the Bible. So uh, Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 30 reads, And when thou art spoiled, what wilt thou do? Though thou clothest thyself with crimson, though thou deckest thee with ornaments of gold, though thou rentest thy face with painting in vain, shalt thou make thyself fair. Thy lovers will despise thee. They will seek thy life. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Damn. I mean... 
And when thou art spoiled, thou what wilt thou do? Though thou clothes thyself with what? With crimson. What color is crimson? That's red. That's that's the, like a like one of the deepest red. Hmm. Like like the dress that was that that the woman had on in the Matrix when when Neo and 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 Morpheus were walking through the city. Um, and the red exactly. red. How how about the dress that Jessica Rabbit wore? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. How about uh, Johnny Gill in My 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 putting on that red dress and putting on them high heels <laughs> and some of that sweet perfume? It sure looks good on you. It make me say my 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 my. You sure look good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you, you know with the trans transgender thing. You know, there, there's a there's a rumor that he was that he was actually thinking to himself. Bro. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But the red dress, the, the red dress, yes. Valentine's Day, a woman needed to be dressed in either red lingerie or dude or whoever, like, like you're saying. It's all about that red dress. Right. And even and, the, and, and, the song. <laughs> you remember the song, it was, it was by Edomite, dude, uh, but it was the lady in red, remember? Ooh, lady yes. in red. <laughs> dancing with me. Or to me, can't you see? <laughs> There's nobody here. God. <laughs> the lady in red, man. Uh, what did uh, Julia Roberts wear in <laughs> Pretty Woman? <laughs> she had all the red dress. That red dress. And what was she? She what was, was her a, character? She was a, a high-level uh, uh, prostitute, right? Yes. Yes. So, Jeremiah 4.30. <laughs> and when thou art spoiled, what wilt thou do? Though thou clothest thyself with crimson, which is red, though thou diggest thyself with ornaments of gold, Though thou rentest thy face with painting, in vain shalt thou make thyself fair. Thy lovers will despise thee, they will seek thy life. This from the from the Lord God Almighty. What kind of influence was still happening at the church of Thyatira that Christ had to mention this? Let's go to the John Gill exposition of the Bible once again. To Jeremiah chapter 4, verse 30. Let me see. The king's 
You said uh, the chapter four, verse thirty. Okay, exposition. Okay, so we have it here. Um, let's see. Let me get this one. Okay, so it starts at and when thou art spoiled. What yes. Would I do? Yeah, exactly. Time. Time. So I'll, I'll read. I'll read the in the in, in, in the, the biblical the Bible Jeremiah chapter four the first part of thirty. It says, "And when thou art spoiled, what wilt thou do?" And remember, every brothers and sisters, we're reading from the commentary, the John Gill Exposition of the Bible commentary. He was a historian. A researcher. This is his commentary now. And it says, Or, O thou spoiled, wasted, and undone creature. So he's trying to get some explanation about what it means. And, and when thou art spoiled, or for thou being spoiled, meaning you're wasted, and an undone creature. He says, How wilt thou help thyself? By what means dost thou think that thou canst be delivered? It suggests that, that her ruin was inevitable, that she could not be recovered from it by herself or any other. That, and this is, again, in reference to the nation of Israel. This is in reference to the nation of Israel being supposed to, supposed to be the wife of God, the wife of the Most High, married to the Most High. That when the most I find gets fed, so what are you going to do, you wasted, undone creature? What are you going to do trying to help yourself? By what means does thou think that thou canst be delivered? What do you think you're going to be able to do to, 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 to be saved from what you're about to go through? Do you really think that, that you're going to be able to do something to stop the consequence? Read it on, please, sir. Con, through, oh, excuse me, um, though, Thou clothest thyself with crimson. Okay, that's the scripture. Here's the commentary. And so look like some rich and noble person, hoping thereby to find mercy and to have quarter given and kindness shown. What did Jezebel try to do when it was her time for death? Did she not paint her face? Did she not put on ornaments? Did she not put on a, 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 a tire around her head to, to appear more majestic and glamorous and fair and beautiful? Though I close myself with crimson, and we know crimson is red. Do you think like because you're doing this that you're trying to look rich, noble, that now this is this how you're going to find mercy? And this is how you can find kindness? Reading on, sir. Uh, um, if, if, I, if I could say something. Um, yeah. There's a, there's this, well, there's this, this thing, you know, I'm going to paint the town red, too. Also, where 
you know, it, it, it's not it's not a meekness or a humbleness. It's, it's about painting the town red, you know, along with that dress, that color. Though you, you know, what are you going to do that, that, that that's going to to deliver you? Do you think that you appearing to be rich because that's what rich people do. That's what people, rich people say they're going to do. Well, I'm going to go out, I'm going to take my money and I'm going to paint the town red. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to show, you know, that it's, it's all about me. You know. True. And that because I'm rich and I look fabulous and I've got my face all painted up, that that no harm is going to come to me because I'm so beautiful. Because right. like Jezebel, who is a true princess, I'm a princess. I've got my gold. I got my jewelry on. I got my face painted. I've got my good clothes on. I've got these gowns on. They happen to be red, and I look this way that you're not gonna touch me. That 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 no harm is gonna come to me because of how I look. So it says, uh, with uh, the the scripture part of the commentary. Uh, Though thou clothest thyself with crimson. Though thou deckest thee with ornaments and of gold. Okay. That was the scripture part. Here's the commentary. Here's the commentary. As a person of high and priceless dignity, or rather all this, I'm sorry. Princely. You said princely. Okay. Of, Of a person of high and princely dignity, or rather, all this is to be understood of the manner of harlots <laughs> who dress rich and grand in order to allure men, since it follows. So, though thou deckest thyself with ornaments of gold, the commentary, as a person of high and princely dignity, or rather, all this is to be understood of the manner of harlots who dress rich and grand in order to allure men. Since it follows, reading on, though thou rentest thy face with pain. In That's what the scripture says. That's what the scripture says. Now, here's what the commentary says. Or eyes which Penny uh, dilates as Jezebel did putting on makeup, all the fancy dress. That because you're doing this, it's supposed to keep you exempt. And Jezebel was the actual princess. Really on. In vain shalt thou make thyself fair. And the commentary says, so as to be loved and admired far from it. Because you're doing all this extra stuff, that's what's make you loved and admired? Far from it. Reading on. Uh, Thy lovers will despise thee. As an old harlot is despised by her former galleons, 
notwithstanding, all her dressing and paintings, yeah, their love is often turned into hatred and abhorrence, as would be the case here. <laughs> they will seek thy life. To take it away, so far would there be from being any ground of expectations of help and deliverance from them. Now, I'm going to read this part uh, from the Google search. I got this part. It says, now here are some famous red dresses. Check this out, y'all. Here are some famous red dresses <laughs> that's supposed to, you know, give the appearance of, of, of majesty, grandeur, of, 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 uh, of beauty and of fairness that God ain't give two dams about. Guess who wore a red dress? Anybody ever heard of the movie called Gone with the Wind? <laughs> In this iconic scene, Scarlett O'Hara, who is Vivian Lee, wears a red gown to impress Rhett Butler, who was Clark Gable. Yeah, but that movie was in black and white <laughs> until they became like made of color. <laughs> what was her name? Uh, Scarlett O'Hara. That was the character's name. Yeah, what's the color for red? I mean, the word for red? <laughs> Scarlet. Scarlet. <laughs> wow. That was, that, was, that was in 1939. In, in 1988, Jessica Rabbit and Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Jessica Rabbit wears a red dress. God. Queen Margot. A red dress is worn by uh, cinema's greatest heroines, including Queen Margot. <laughs> in the movie, Lady in Red. <laughs> A tapestry designed by uh, Joseph Rip. Uh, Ro and I for the dining room of Count uh, Tibidar, uh in the Buddha Palace. Guess who else wore a red dress? The Princess Bride. <laughs> Queen Latifah wears a red dress in this fantasy film. <laughs> Other famous red dresses include Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, 1953. Guess who wore that one? Marilyn Monroe. In 1957, Funny Face. And I believe that was, uh, I'm not sure who that was. 1990, Pretty Woman. What, 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 what year was it? What, what year was it? 1957. Okay, 57. Okay, I thought you said 77 because that would have been, I was going to give a guess and, and say, uh, um, you remember the movie uh, Tootsie? Um, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. Yep. <laughs> but it was, it was You're right. <laughs> Matter of fact, what you saying that when 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 Martin Lawrence did Big Mama, what color was her dress? It was red. It was a big ass red dress. 
when Eddie Murphy did Rasputia in, 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 in the in the, the water slide scene. <laughs> she had a red bikini on. When dealing with uh, uh, what was that show with, with uh, Pamela Anderson and 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 David Hasselhoff? WKRP. No, 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 no. Oh. Pamela Anderson. No. Um, uh, oh, uh, Baywatch. Baywatch. Yeah, they had the red bikinis on. They all were dressed in red. The men too, red red trunks or yes, speedos or you know, but if they was red. Running down. So we got <laughs> running down the beach on the water. <laughs> so we got nineteen ninety, Pretty Woman with Julia Roberts. We we have nineteen ninety two, Death Becomes Her. Oh, yeah. We have nineteen ninety five, Clueless. Yeah, Silverstone. We had 2001, Moulin Rouge. We have 2021, Cruella from 1001 Dal- Dalmatians. <laughs> yeah. God. We have, we have 1968, Romeo and Juliet. Come on, y'all. We are, we are the Avengers, the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> it's still starting from from Don and Man, bro. Scarlet O'Harden. O'Hara. O'Harden. Now, Scarlet O'Hara. It, yeah, and Hera will go back to the 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 Greek goddess Hera, going back to Aphrodite, going back to Ashtoreth. Come on, y'all. But all this is coincidence, right? Because you, you, well, they, they do it for goddess worship, but not you, right? That, that's not, that's not you, right? You're trying to feel beautiful. And and now, is, is it just is it, again? Is, is it me, or we don't see these same type of of of, of customs and traditions still being ca- carried in the church today? Come on, man. Now we read it earlier, but we're gonna read it. We're gonna read it again. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 23. We read verse 40 earlier, but we're gonna go back to Ezekiel 23. We'll start verse 36. We're gonna read 36 through 40. Come. <clears throat> Ezekiel chapter 23, um, starting at verse 40. 23. Ezekiel chapter 23 and verse 40 reads, And furthermore, that ye have sent for men to come from far. No, no, we'll start verse 36. Start verse 36. 36, 36 okay. Come. Um, Ezekiel chapter 23 and verse 36 reads, The Lord said moreover unto me, Son of man, wilt thou judge Aholah and Aholabah? Yeah, declare unto them their abominations. Now remember, these these were other names that God gave to the nation of Israel. After the kingdom got split, we had the northern kingdom of Israel, we had the southern kingdom of Judah. So these were names for that He gave for uh, the, the the 
again, the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. And he's saying, cause them to know, declare to them their abominations. Show them the disgusting things that God thinks is disgusting of what they're doing. Verse 37. Time that they have committed adultery and blood is in their hands. And with their idols have they committed adultery. And, and with their adultery. idols and with their idols have they committed adultery. Maybe we read about, about asterisks and the obelisks. And that the obelisk is a phallic symbol. It's a penis. Like the Christmas tree. Like mistletoe. Go ahead. Come. And with their idols have committed adultery and have also caused their sons whom they bear unto me to pass for them through the fire to devour them. Literally, and this was Molech worship, this was Baal worship, literally burning kids up, literally in a big giant molten uh, uh, bull or in the hands of, of an owl, literally killing the kids, literally. Reading on. Um, moreover, this they have done unto me. They have defiled my sanctuary in the same day and have profaned my Sabbath. Okay. For when they had slain their children to their idols, then they came the same day into my sanctuary to profane it. And lo, thus have they done in the midst of my house. The most times, like, man, they they go kill their kids, and 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 are drunken orgies, and worshiping these other gods after all the drinking, all the drugs. We go kill our uh, kill our kids, and we we you know from doing the drugs, we have the appetite. So we're just eating. We're, we're foodies. We're just eating whatever we can eat, including the flesh of the kids we just burnt up. It didn't matter. It was all about how we feel. Then we would walk right over to the sanctuary of the Most High like we ain't did nothing wrong. Like walk right up in the temple like, hey, I'm good. And the Most High is looking at this. Verse 40. And furthermore, that you have sent for men to come from far unto whom a messenger was sent. And lo, they came. For whom thou didst wash thyself, painted thine eyes, or thy eyes, and decadent thyself with ornaments, and saddest upon a stately bed, or stately bed, and a table, and, 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 and did what? And saddest upon a stately bed. And a table prepared for it, whereupon thou hast set mine incense and my oil. So what was supposed to be a fragrance or something special between the Mosai and his wife? She's now using this for the lover she sent messengers to, that as these messengers came, she went and washed herself, painted her face, and put on ornaments. And it went and sat on the bed. Not the couch, not the table. 
went and sat on the bed after painting her face, putting on eyeshadow and all her ornaments. This is how the most I was looking at this. He said, Carl them to know this is an abomination. God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one we do call Yahweh, cannot stand this. This type of tradition, this type of custom, this is not a him. This goes back to Baal. This goes back to Ashtoreth. This goes back to nothing to do with God. From there, let's go to Proverbs. We're going to time. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 7. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 7. We're going to be verses 1 through 11. Proverbs chapter 7, starting at verse 1, read, My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thy mind. Bind them up. Bind them upon thy fingers, write them upon the table of thy heart. Say unto wisdom, Thou art my sister, and call understanding thy ten women, that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger which flattereth with her words. We're listening. Let's keep the commandments of the Most High. Let's walk by the laws of the Most High. Let's talk about what the Most High calls his wisdom, his wisdom and his understanding. That it might do what in verse 5? Keep us away from the strange woman, from that stranger which flattereth with her words. Verse 6. For at the window of my house I looked through my casement and beheld among the sufferers. I discerned among the youths a young man void of understanding. He ain't got no scriptures. He ain't got no 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 training. He's simple. He's stupid. He's foolish. Go ahead. Passing through the street near her corner, and he went the way to her house. In the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night, and behold, there met him a woman with the attire of an artist. With the attire of a what? Of an artist. Yes, but we probably went through this. The painted face, the the the, the golden ornaments, the hair done up to look rich, to look like she's full of grandeur, to look fair and look beautiful. This is the attire of a harlot. To allure men, that was the purpose of the, of the makeup, to catch men, to look fair and look beautiful. Verse 10 again. Wow. Proverbs chapter 7 and verse 10 reads, And behold, there met him a woman with the attire of his heart, and such a heart, and such a love heart. She is loud and stubborn. Her she is what? Of, she, she is, she is loud. loud. She is loud and stubborn. 
She's stubborn. She's loud and she's stubborn. Read. Her feet abide not in her house. But what's her attire? Painted face. More than likely a red wig. Gone. Attire of an artist. And sucked all apart. Now, let's go to First Timothy chapter two. Actually, I know we're out of time. Let's go to First Timothy chapter two. This is some of the things that we're, we're going to go a little bit past two hours, brothers and sisters. I hope you're not listening to the computer. If you listen to the computer live at the two hour mark, the show is going to end. You're not going to be able to call in. So if you want to get on the computer now and call in, you'll still be able to listen to the show as entirety. We're going to go a little past the two hours. If you call in, Erico six four six. Six six eight two five six eight. I'm a, what's on? If you call in to error code six six four six 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 eight two five six eight, and you are listening live, but you might listen to the, to the computer at two hours. The the show is going to end from the computer point of view, but we're going to continue on with the show. There's there's more to go over. So if you want to catch the show live right now in its entirety, please call in error code six four six. Six six eight two five six eight. If you're the archive show or from the library, just keep listening because um, if you you're listening through the through the computer anyway, and it's downloaded the whole show, or and you'll be here in this entire anyway, so don't worry about it. So right now we're going to First Timothy chapter two and verse nine. We're going to read nine and ten. First Timothy chapter two verse nine and ten, and, and we we got a little reading to go out, so let's, let's kind of get through this. First Timothy chapter two and verse nine reads, "In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh women professing godliness with good works." That's why Paul had addressed this with Timothy. Remember, he left, he left Timothy back to Ephesus, and it helped help get things in order in Asia, because this was because this was deeply contrary to how people were rolling. To our society was society was deeply entrenched, and they weren't calling it Astaroth worship. Here it was Aphrodite. At the time of Paul wrote this, it was Venus, but it was this whole the whole the, the customs. Even the, the name of the goddess or the god was different, the customs were the same. The goddess worship of the sex goddess worship, paint your face, men and women, put on makeup, men and women. Hell, especially put on red dresses or something red, put it on, with the blonde wigs. And how many of our entertainers and our people, not even entertainers, how many of our people go and dry their hair blonde? Talk about blondes have more fun. The blondes are, are promiscuous. Blondes, that's how you knew somebody was a prostitute, whether a male prostitute or a female prostitute. They had on the long hair, the long wigs, and they'd be dressed like a harlot, men and women, because remember, they were bisexuals, sodomites. And that the women, that the goddess of the the the, the Venus worship, the Aphrodite worship. Get your get. Make sure you put on the big giant hairpiece of grandeur, of majesty. Put on the ornaments. Put on these fancy dresses so you look rich. 
You look beautiful. You look fair to hide how dirty and filthy you really are. So first Timothy chapter verse nine. This was Timothy and Paul trying to get us to Timothy to teach whatever you go teach Make sure this becomes the standard. It's God's standard. First Timothy two nine. In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest appearance. And what kind of uh, that women adorn themselves in what? In modest apparel. That women adorn themselves in modest apparel. Read. With shamefacedness. With shamefacedness. Go ahead. And sobriety. Read on. Not with warning or gold or pearls or costly array. Where do you think they got this from? Why would Paul be telling Peter, don't accept this? And we're talking about the influence of Jezebel at the church of uh, Thyatira, that Christ had a problem with these type of things. What do you think was going on at all these other churches across Asia, in the promised land? This ain't hard yet. This is this, this rocket science. But remember, Christ said what? I am coming to try people's hearts. I'm going to see what they're really about. I'm going to test their heart. I'm going to see if they're really about me or not. He meant it when he said, thou shalt have no God before me. Thou shalt now uh, bow down myself to the idols of the other nations, nor serve them. You think he was, he was, he didn't mean that? Verse 10. Come. Second Timothy, First Timothy 2 and verse 10. Read 9 and 10 together. And we, we got to read kind of fast, bro. Okay. In like manner, also, that women adorn themselves in bondage apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety. Not with broided hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which becometh the woman professing godliness with good works. Professing godliness with good works. From there, that was from Paul to Timothy. Let's see what Peter, the one who was in heaven, the one that, that Christ well, with you, I'm going to build my church. Let's go to First Peter chapter 3, start verse 1. Let's go to First Peter chapter three, verse one. Okay. First Peter chapter three, starting in verse one. Whose adorning let it not be first, that first Peter, first, first Peter chapter three, verse one. Okay. First Peter chapter three, verse one. Read. Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands. That Why would Peter have to be saying this? Why would Peter have to be saying this? Knowing that the the, the Venus worship, the Aphrodite worship, the the Hera worship, the Rhea worship, the Zeus worship, the the uh, Apollo worship, the Isis worship, the Astarte worship, the Aphrodite worship, the Nimrod worship, the Baal worship, knowing the 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 the, the Nights worship, knowing that all this was going on and taking place. In Israel, in Canaan, in Phoenicia, which would be the Gaza Strip, and and all over Asia, 
where it was very promiscuous, a lot of swinging going on, a lot of these customs from these other gods going on, we can now understand why Peter was saying this. Being subjected to your own husband. Reading on. Son, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. That is not just, well, that's, that's what the husband thinks, but that's not what I think. Then now when the women get together, they like, no, I, I don't know this shit. How is that going to win somebody to Christ? Now, I'm not with all this stuff. Like, like, yeah, I act like I'm, I'm, I'm with, with the truth. I act like I'm with this, but with my own private conversations, I'm that loud, stubborn woman that was talked about in Proverbs chapter 7, that strange woman. Reading on, verse 2. Paul, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. That the conversation uh, between women, between wives, it's supposed to be coupled with the fear of God. Not the fear of a man. Not the fear of a husband. The fear of God. Reading on, verse 3. Whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold or of putting on of apparel. I'm going to ask you, Gabar, where do you think Peter's getting this from? <laughs> had to be getting this from. For, for, for everything we're going over, I'm just curious. What, what, does any of this resonate with you right now? I'm just curious. God, it, 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 if, I, if I'm tripping, I'll be tripping. No, but it, 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 it's about the influence that was going on at that time. At that time, it was going on with the time that we're in. It, it, it was, this is in relation or relative to to the times, to the influence, to the environment, to you know, I'm going to say again, the influence of the world today and of the world back during the time of Asterisk, uh, Jezebel, um, Ayanna, to today, Rihanna, um, Doja Cat, um, Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion. It, it 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 fits. It's just like it, you know, like it was like it it was taught in the nineties. It's all here. It's all in the Bible. There's it, it, it it's all here. That's where we're getting it from. It's all fact. It's all history. It's all documented. Verse three. Verse three. Who's adorning? Let it not be that outward adorning or plaiting of the hair and wearing of gold or putting on of apparel. I mean, you know what we could add also, I mean, just look at look at the the, the, the exaggeration of the fingernails. Nobody's wearing women are 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 wearing their hair, they're wearing wigs. Everything is in apparel. It, 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 it's all the the, the flats. It, it, it's weak. It's the braids. It, it's it's extension. <laughs> this is kind. 
talk. But he got to stop. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing. Like, 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 I'm talking, and, 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 and you're I'm agreeing. <laughs> that's where we. That's that's where we're at. It's the influence. I mean, you can look at the nails. The nails are is is all to bring attention to you know to the to the the the, the influence of of of, of sex. Um, everything. Uh, we got we got sisters walking around with blonde hair, wearing blonde, and we and you know in in, in past classes we already know the significance of the blonde hair. The blonde hair is is that is the sign that you're promiscuous. You you down you you're down with whatever with whatever. You know that's the color. Kind you know. Yeah, essentially that's that, that's that's where this is all coming from, you know, and that's where it was coming from um, as as Peter. You know, it's not in it's not in the scriptures for for no reason. This is what this is what the prophets and the apostles and the disciples and, and, and you know, this is this is what we were seeing. Even going back to the to the to the Old Testament, this is what this is what um, um, Jeremiah was seeing. This is what Isaiah was seeing. You know, going going back to Isaiah uh, chapter three with the hottie and the and the tires and the, and and you know the the, the because of the hottiness. And, and and all the makeup, you think that there was supposed to be curses, but the Heavenly Father said this, this, these are the curses that we would go through, that, that our women would go through, that society would go through, as far as, uh, not society, but what, what the nation of Israel would go through, and be drunk under, under, the, under all of these influences of these outward appearances and, and, you know, just the LGBTQ, all, all of it. You can go starting from RuPaul to, um, to one food with, uh, with, <laughs> um, Patrick Swayze and, and, and uh, uh, um, Wesley Snipes. And, uh, I forget the other dude, but John was on. John. It's, it's, it, and, and it, it all leads back. It really does all lead back to um, Ephesians two and two. It's all through. It, it, it's all through the media. The the, the red dress. Um, Johnny Gill. Um, uh, the uh, pretty woman with the, with the red dress. Uh, what's her name? We just we just went over it. Um, the movies. It's all. Through the influence, like it says in Ephesians two and two, where in time past, not just in time past, but also to today, and probably in the future until you have a try to get back, um, people walking in the influence according to the course of the world, according to the prince of power, the air, the media, the TV, the radio. The music, even in the gospel, the churches, 
We just went over the act. All of the spirit or the influence, which now, that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Because this is all contrary. All of this that we've been going over is contrary to the law, statutes, and commandments and the way that we're supposed to live and the way that we're supposed to serve and worship the Heavenly Father in Christ. Go ahead, finish this up. Hold fast till I come. 
Hi, brothers and sisters. Uh, Ron, if you got um, anything you want to add, anything you want to say, if you have any revelations or whatever. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Uh, except for, like, you know, the, the, the information um, from, the, from the John Gills. Um, it's, it's really, really helpful. Really helpful in, uh, in understanding uh, what kind of what kind of influences that we are as a nation under uh, being here in this uh, you know spiritually Sodom and Gomorrah and and, and uh, Babylon. Um, yeah, I mean, there's you know. There's, 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 with these scriptures, it gives, it gives us facts, and uh, you know, there's no doubt, uh, no doubt that uh, our people on a, on a wide scale, or um, you know, as far as the whole nation goes, the whole nation of Israel goes, that we are under this influence still of of, of judgment, um, asterisk, Baal. That whole, that whole thing. We're 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 right on right on schedule <laughs> as far as you know the the, the wickedness and uh, you know this is what we need to come out of. You know we we, we get the understanding on. Um, I, I believe it's uh, Revelation 18 and 4. I think uh, come out of there, my people. Come out of this, come out of her influence, because you know we know from 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 the end of Romans chapter one what is to become, what the end is going to be, and and and, and the thing about it is it's the, the right punishment, you know, because um, as it says in Romans uh, chapter one, at towards the end there that. Um, we're, we're enjoying, as a nation, we are enjoying this influence, knowing damn well that we're, you know, it's wrong. So whatever consequence and repercussions they come from is right, because we know better. But yet, so we still are under, um, you know, the influence, the, the influence of, uh, of the pirates. These idols and uh, yeah, just leave it at that. Under these, under these idols, under the fornication of the society. Okay. 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 All right, brothers and sisters. Um, I'd like to thank everybody who did get to tune in uh, and be able to catch the show. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm feeling right now. Right now, I really don't. Um, cool. Uh, 
Well, it's Thursday. Uh, I'm going to have to see if he's uh, he's on the plantation either tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening. Um, If he's he's not available, I, I definitely got some more to go into. <laughs> I definitely got and I I know that that is part eight of this sub series, uh Idol for the Gentiles. Spiritual fornication. Um and that's going back you know, this is a sub-series coming off of The True Birth of Christ. And I think The True Birth of Christ, we was on part 15. Um, I, I think what I'm feeling right now is damn. It, 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 what I'm feeling. I'm feeling damn. That uh, Sometimes they say ignorance is bliss. That that um I I'm feeling like like I'm supposed to feel ashamed for studying. That's the type of thing that's trying to hit me right now that I should I should be ashamed for studying because People want to continue doing what they want to do, and then, and then now that things are being brought out, um, and I, I guess I should rejoice in in this part that if, if I'm going to be hated and rejected because I'm bringing out to bring out some history and bring out scriptures, that's a good thing. that's a, that's a good thing. Um, But that, 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 I guess that's, that's what I'm feeling right now. That uh, seeing these things and really getting into these scriptures and really getting into the study, it's like, damn. Uh, this is my time with Kazaki, brother teaching, but I think I'm hated for this one. What, what are you going to think of, Bar? No, I'm just, you know, I'm not with you. It's about, you know, exposing. And when we expose things, it's like, shit, I'd like to do that. I don't think I'm going to expose that shit, but, <laughs> you know, now, now we, we become um, enemies. Exposed. So I, you know, I know, I know exactly where you, you know where you 
coming from. And I know exactly how, how you feel. It's like, you know. Because then it becomes, now let's find something Let's find something that you're doing wrong. <laughs> Instead of listening to, you know, now I'm trying to find something wrong in your teaching or in your doctrine. You know, that can, you know, if I can stop you from exposing things that I like, if I can turn, turn it against you, you know, anything to keep doing what, what I want to do. All right, well, brother, since, again, I guess we're going to end this. We're going to end this one here. Um, is I haven't spoken with Tyson yet, so I'm not sure if he's uh, – what time he might be doing his, uh, his FYI as he continues with the Trinity. If it's going to be tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening, or if, if he's just caught up with work. Uh, if that is the case, then I'm going to try and – then I'll come back tomorrow evening also. I'll come back tomorrow evening as well. If he's working and and can't uh, just can't get freed up, then I'll do tomorrow tomorrow evening. I'll do, I'll do another class tomorrow evening. Uh, and if his if his show is is going to broadcast within or the morning, I would definitely send out the, uh, the text bomb, the text the text messages to everybody. Let them know the show is going to be in everything. I, I guess that's it. Yes, that's it. Finish him. Finish him. This is what I, I feel on the other side of the...
Yahweh is one. 